Amen. That was a blessing, isn't it? And truly, our God is a God of the miracle. And we are the product of that miracle. Praise be to God. Amen. So thank you, Pastor Abel and Sister Wisa, for rendering that beautiful song. And I hope that your hearts have been blessed today. Amen. So happy, happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Amen. All the dads. And we praise and thank God for your life. And we are truly blessed to have you this morning. And truly, I want to greet also my father-in-law. Um, first time here uh, in, the, in the church. And uh, thank you for your prayers for the safe travel that they had last Sunday, Sunday afternoon. And we had a lot of um, um, things that uh, was done during this week and we are so thankful to be with them and um, for allowing us to 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 have them in our midst today and truly i, I thank my father-in-law and uh, i thank god for his life and his family and um, i thank god for giving me a a best father-in-law <laughs> amen <laughs> praise the lord and i feel no, so nervous right now okay <laughs> So, maybe later on. <laughs> okay, so I'd like to also to greet my dad, father-in-law, and all the dads here. Amen. Oh, happy, happy Father's Day, I should say, to all the fathers and my, also my, my dad at the back. Okay, so are you ready now to listen to God's word? Amen. So, I believe um, we have all... Um, uh, we ha are going to have a busy day, and uh, there's something special um, for the fathers later on. And I'm truly blessed uh, to to be in this church, amen. amen. And uh, for allowing us to to gather in once more. And also this afternoon, please stick around. We have a special um, service for the fathers. And I believe the ladies are so busy right now, uh, doing some things at the back, okay, and uh, preparing us a special meal for the fathers. And uh, I'm so blessed also uh, for my wife and for my daughters, amen. I, I will be a father of two, okay, in a few, few days from now, all <laughs> right, next month, okay. Please do pray for Sister Hazel. Uh, she will... Um, be delivering um, a baby on July 20. So please do pray for that. Uh, another baby girl. Okay, so praise the Lord for uh, the praying for a boy. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future. But uh, we, we praise and thank God for that life. Amen. That has given to the family. And another additional. And also, um, please do pray for uh, Hannah. Um, uh, my wife and my mother-in-law were awake this morning at 1 until, I believe, it's 6 o'clock. Because um, Hannah is not feeling well. Uh, he threw up many times. Okay? And I was awake by 3 o'clock. And I looked for medicine for her. I was um, driving around. <laughs> and all the, most of the stores are, are closed. But praise the Lord, there are... There are some stores here uh, that are open, and uh, the Rite Aid and also the ShopRite in Pasaic Street, uh, workshop um, area, 
and I bought some medicine for her, and now uh, she's doing very well. Uh, she's uh, sleeping right now, and just to pray for recovery. Amen. So we praise and thank God for that, and uh, I believe that we are ready now to listen to God's word. And I would like to continue on the, on our series. Um, the theme is um, the God who reveals Himself in times of need. Is to remember those um, messages that I shared um, in the previous services that we have. I believe I shared um, eight of them right now. Okay, and we started with um, God will take care of you. Okay, the result of your roots. Studying about the, the book of Exodus. Okay, the life of Moses and the Israelites. And also, number three, the God who introduces himself. And there's a, the possibility of positive thinking. I'm enumerating the titles of those messages. And when discouragement comes. And um, number six, when God brings reassurance. And also number eight, uh, number seven, the power to say no. And the last uh, a message that we had is the, a night to be remembered. Okay, when um, the last plague was uh, happened during uh, the time of the Israelites in Egypt. Okay, and today we are on number nine. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord for it, for these wonderful messages, and we still have to deal with uh, several um, messages from this um, series. Okay, the title of our message today is "He Leadeth Me, O Blessed Thought." Are you? It sounds familiar, right? Okay. And later on, we will um, see um, why I am titled this uh, message. Okay. Uh, he leadeth me, O blessed thought. Okay. So may I request everyone to please rise as we open our Bible to give reverence to God's word in Exodus chapter 13, verses um, 18 to 21. Exodus chapter 13, verses 18 to 21. Exodus chapter 13, verse 18 to 21. Are you there? Amen. Can you please uh, read with me as we uh, read these uh, verses, okay? All together now in verse 18, begin. But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, and he straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Sakot and then come to Eton and edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in the pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. Okay, so that is the last verse. So thank you for reading the word of God with me. So let's have a word of prayer. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, we are so thankful, O Lord, for allowing us to gather in in this beautiful day, the third Sunday of this month. Thank you, O God, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy, O Lord. That's all that's always available in our lives. And thank you, Lord, for this opportunity once again, O Lord God, 
to hear thy word. This is your very word, O Lord, and pray, Lord, that you help me. Help me, Lord, to uh, say the right words, O Lord God, to your people. And help me, O Lord, to, to share with power, O Lord God, and asking, Lord, for the Holy Spirit to speak to us in a special way. And, uh, Lord, give us the strength, give us the understanding, O Lord, and give us the wisdom that we need, O Lord, at this time. And, Lord, help us, O Lord, also, as we listen to thy word, help us to be not only hearers of thy word, but doers of your word. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for our Lord Jesus Christ, for our salvation that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for the eternal security. Thank you, Lord, for the peace that passeth all understanding. Thank you, Lord, for the joy that we are here, O Lord God, serving you. And thank you, Lord, for the love that you have given to us. We know, O Lord, that you first love us. And thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So you may, you may now be seated. Amen. So before we head on to our message this morning, there are some um, things that I would like to share to you. And we know that this is uh, Father's Day. Amen. And we truly miss um, some of our brethren who went to be with the Lord. And I would like to greet Pastor Max in heaven. Okay. Father's Day. And we know that uh, this is uh, his first time. Okay. And that he's not with us. We praise and thank God that is, He's enjoying, amen? amen, the beauty of heaven, enjoying the fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and um, we will meet Him someday, amen? amen, and our Savior also, and that's a, our blessed hope, amen? amen, that we are Christian, we are saved, and we have the beautiful destination in heaven. We will see our departed loved ones there. Okay, so there are some um, things that I got from the internet, okay, about the father, okay? So bear with me as I say it, all right? And also bear with me as I preach. I feel a little bit busy and sleepy. So when I, you know, <laughs> go to sleep and then just wake me up, all right? So here's some things or quotes from, about father. A father is someone who can look up to no matter how tall you get. Amen? So the children, if they're you know, uh, going to pass their father about their height, then um, if the father is setting up the good example, then they can look up to their fathers. And then the father who knows best, I think that's mothers, right? Mothers knows best. The father who knows best is still looks up to the Father who knows all. Amen? It should be like that. Amen? Amen, fathers? Okay? We have a Father in heaven who knows all. Okay? So we have to, to trust the Lord always. Okay? And the Father knows best when he knows Jesus. Amen? That's the wonderful quote. And also here, I think this is the last one. On Judgment Day, you'll meet the Father, God, not the Mother Earth. <laughs> so on Judgment Day, you'll meet the Father, God, not the Father, oh, Mother Earth. Okay, so that's about it, okay? So let's dive into our message. He leadeth me, O blessed thought. All 
All right. So um, this is the wonderful um, scenario of the exit or the exodus of the Israelites from the bondage in Egypt. Okay, I would like to read, please allow me to read this introduction. We often think of the deliverance of Israel from the Egyptians as the only theme in the book of Exodus. To be sure, the Exodus motive is strong, but there are other important ideas, for example, the leadership of the Lord. Amen? The leadership of the Lord. Exodus records a great account of God's leadership in uh, Exodus chapter 13, verse 17 to Exodus chapter 14, verse 31. If you have time to read these uh, verses, then you, you will be uh, enlightened about what happened during their journey to, um, to cross the, rod, uh, the Red Sea. And then also we have here, it relates the journey of the Israelites from Egypt to the other side of the Red Sea. Try to imagine um, a lot of people, okay, Israelites, and as a nation, they were traveling, okay, to go to the promised land. And at this time, God led them to this, to this situation, okay? So to move so many people, this distance required leadership. Amen? Required leadership. And I know our men and our ladies and some of our professionals here are, are exercising their leadership in their homes, in their work, okay, even in their school, all right? So we are leaders in our areas, okay, in our life. And here we have, uh, the Israelites have that kind of leadership, and their leadership comes from the Lord. And God uses Moses to lead the Israelites to the promised land. So, as we can see here, the author of Exodus attributed this accomplishment to the Lord. Okay? God still leads His people today. Amen? Amen? God still leads His people today. Without a doubt, God delivers initially from sin, but He also leads us in the Christian pilgrimage. Okay? We are on a race. We are on a pilgrimage. We are on our life as Christian. We are traveling. We're, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. Okay? So let us notice how God leads His people. How God leads His people. I would like to forward to you three things, and this will be a short one. Amen? Short amen. message. Hopefully, amen? But um, as the Lord leads us, then bahala na po gaano katagal, no? So our first thing here, the Lord leads by His wisdom. Amen. The Lord leads by His wisdom. God knows His people, amen. God has that kind of ability, has that kind of power that He knew or He knows His people. Amen? Exodus chapter 13, verse 17, And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go, that after the ten plague that the Egyptians experienced, he let the people go. Okay? 
that in that verse that God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. See, the leading of God here, God did not lead the Israelites to go to the Philistines because they were not prepared to fight against the Philistines. They are not able to, to overcome them. They were not able to, to, to fight them because they are not warriors. They are not warriors. They don't have the capacity to fight the Philistines at this, at this time. And they were slaves in Egypt. Amen? They're just handling um, some hammer, okay, or some, some uh, carpentry utensils, okay, tools. But they don't ha know how to fight. They don't ha know how to go to battle. So God led them not to go to the Philistines, to the land of Philistines, although that was near, according to that verse, verse 17. For God said, lest for adventure the people repent when they see war. Look at the leading of God here. Okay? They, are, they, were not, they are not prepared okay, for a war. And they return to Egypt, okay? They might think if they see the war, then they will decide or they're going to Egypt or return to Egypt. So God had been intimately acquainted with his people during the plight of their bondage. He heard their groanings and knew their sufferings. Amen? He heard their groanings and knew their sufferings. Remember? That in verse 19, and Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. Remember that Joseph told the Israelites that God will surely visit you. God will surely visit you. And in the time of Moses, that happened. Truly God visited them. Truly God visited them. And when God promised, He will fulfill it. Amen? It was a span of 400 years before the Lord visited them. Where the people of Israel were, were at that um, uh, plenteous um, in living, okay? They are enjoying their life in Egypt. But in some point, there, there arose a, a, a leader in Egypt, a Pharaoh that doesn't know the Lord of God, of Joseph. And he punished the Israelites and put them into slavery. When he set the people here so recently set free from years of bondage, were not physically and psychologically ready to fight an enemy. He knew that they might turn back to Egypt. God knew. Okay? God knows all things. Amen. God knows all things. Even the very number of our hair, He knows that all. Amen? He can number our hairs. He can number or count our hairs. Try to imagine that. Try to do that in, with, in, in your own. <laughs> Maybe you will spend uh, years counting your, even your hair. But God knows it. God is powerful and He knows everything. God knows us. He knows the exact nature of our lives. Amen? Because of God's wisdom, He knows what is best for us. 
God's, God knows what is best for us. Young people, you have to trust God because He knows what is best for you. Maybe you're thinking, oh, this guy or this um, lady is the best for me. And uh, if God is leading you to another person that is best for you, then what will be your decision? Are you going to settle on a handsome guy who is not a Christian or a uh, semi-handsome guy <laughs> who's a Christian and faithful? So what is your decision? <laughs> Some of the young people will, will pray, that um, handsome guy will, 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 will change his uh, perspective <laughs> by God's grace. But, you know, you have to pray to the Lord, amen, for his will. And I know that his way is best. Amen? His way is best. So God knows his people. And also here we have God has a better perspective. God has a better perspective. The Israelites could only see the traditional shorter route. Okay? Shorter route. How many of you are driving here? Can you raise a hand? Okay. Most of us, all right, are driving. And as a driver, you, need, uh, you always want to, to go to the shorter route, shortcut. Okay? Because gas is expensive right now. <laughs> it will save you a lot of money if you, you go to a shorter route. Okay? And during their travel, they're not uh, using cars during their travel, and they're not using gas during their travel, but God led them to His way. To His way. So Israelites... As, as a human, we, are, we want um, always um, things like um, um, instant, right? Yeah, instant, okay? Instant vacation, instant noodles, instant uh, food, okay? Always instant for us to, to be convenient every time. And we have a lot of things around us that makes us convenient, amen? But you know what? God has a better perspective. God has a better perspective. But the people of Israel, they ignored the danger of the Philistines. Maybe they wanted to, to go to that way. That's the shortest. Okay? But, you know, God has a better plan, has the best way. So they have to follow God. Follow the leadership of God. So God had a greater pers perspective. He could see both the danger and shorter route. Amen? He can see the things okay, in the future. Alright? We can only uh, see the things right now, but we cannot see the things tomorrow and even in the future. But God knows it. God knows it. God has a better perspective on the life that we do. The best route in, of life may not be the easiest. Notice this. But God will give us grace for our journey. 
It, would, it may not be uh, the easiest. You know what? Christian life is not an easy life. It may not be an easy or oh, the easiest life that we are living here on earth. But we know God looks on us and he knows our future. Just let God to lead us. His leading is the best. Amen? His leading is the best. Secondly, God leads by His presence. The Lord leads by His wisdom. And now God leads by His presence. God leads by His presence. Aren't you glad that our God, His presence is right now here? Where two or three gathered together in the name of God, He is in the midst of us. Amen? We praise and thank God for people who love the Lord. We praise and thank God for people who desire to their hearts to praise God and serve God. Amen? And you're showing your love to our God. In verse 21, as we can see here, God goes with His people. His presence is there with them. In verse 21, we can see, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of, cloud, of a cloud, to lead them the way, and by night in the pillar of fire, to give them light, to go by day and night. Amen? So, during the day, there is, alright, a pillar of a cloud, and during by night, a pillar of fire. What a miracle, isn't it? They experience the power of God. They experience the power of God during this time. God goes with His people. The cloud and fire suggested the continual presence of the Lord. God did not leave the Israelites alone to figure out how to move to Sinai. He went with them. He went with them. Imagine if you are in the under the sun, okay? You'll get tan, right? You got burned, especially in the wilderness. Alright? But God leadership or his leading was there to the Israelites. And I believe that's true in our day today. Amen. Amen. God did not lead the Israelites alone to figure out how to move to Sinai. He went with them. God is with His people. And we know the Holy Spirit abides in every believer. Amen? The Lord says, I will not leave you comfortless. But God gave us the comforter. Amen? The Holy Spirit is there to us and comforting us. And you know what? The Lord Jesus Christ Himself also told us in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen? Amen? I will never leave you nor forsake you. What a promise! Until today, God is present everywhere. And where God's presence is there, we know that the provision of God is there too. 
God provided the cloud of and fire for them to have the direction to their travel. And also the protection of God is there too. Next thing here, people can be assured also by God's presence. People can be assured also by God's presence. The presence of God or the Lord never departed from the traveling Israelites. The Lord was with them by day in a pillar of cloud, which he symbolizes his presence with them by night with a pillar of fire. With the knowledge of God's presence, the people could attempt any venture of their pilgrimage. Aren't you glad that we have the word of God today? Amen. The word of God today that we can use? The Bible says in Psalms 119, right? The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He wants to be, uh, he wants that for us to know the right way, the right direction. He's showing us the right way to our lives, right direction, and he's giving us a good direction. So God's presence gives comfort or gives comforts as well as guidance. The child of God does not travel through life by guesswork, but by the guidance of God. And we know where God guides, He will provide. Isn't it? We're not naguhula-hula lang sa ating buhay pagiging kristyano. But the guidance is already here in His Word. The instruction is already here in the Word of God. It's a matter of our decision. It's a matter of what kind of choice you are going to make. If you will trust in your own way or if you will go to trust in God's way. Lastly, amen? Oh, they're happy right now. Masaya na. Last, God leads His people by His power. God leads by His power. If we are going to read verses, um, I'll try to read this one. chapter um, 14 verses 9 to 14 chapter 14 verse 9 to 14 the Israelites were uh, here and they were uh, the, the chariots of Pharaoh are trying to chase them so in verse 9, but the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea beside Pihahirot before Beelzebon. In verse 10, and when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us to die in the wilderness? 
Wherefore hast thou dealt us with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt? Saying, let us alone and that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. Then verse 13, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today for the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall not see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. What a wonderful verses. Amen. You can see the power of God here. That we have to stand still. Fear ye not. These people, these Israelites were afraid of their lives. And they told Moses that there were no place for us to be buried in Egypt. So maybe this place will, is the place for us to be buried. But God knows all things and God is powerful. Human power fails, isn't it? Human power fails. We have limitations. Amen? We have limitations. We are not powerful like our God. The Israelites traveled from Egypt until they came to the Red Sea. Which they thought that that would be the end of their life. They thought that would be the, you know, when you see the, the end of the road, nowhere to go. Okay? And they're stepping on the land and then they're, they're, they're facing the Red Sea. No place to go. But God knows all things. And God is powerful. The buyer here presented a dilemma. See how limited we are. Right? See how limited we are. Maybe some of them are engineers. <laughs> Maybe some of them are scientists. Okay, I don't know. Maybe some of them have that brilliant mind. But that they cannot use those abilities that they have during this situation. The barriers presented a dilemma. Behind them, the Hebrews heard the pursuing Egyptians. Before them, they saw a formidable body of water. These two barriers caused the Israelites to come to the end of their power. They could either, neither, or neither defeat the Egyptians nor cross the sea. You know what? Life often brings us to the barriers where human strength fails. These experiences teach us that we are creatures and that God is our powerful creator. Amen. 
people, some people think that they have that power. They even don't believe on God. And I researched some of the things in Red Sea. You know what? The Red Sea is 40 meters deep, 131 feet, point, um, uh, 2.8 inches. Okay? And you know what? When God used Moses to raise his hand, that this body of water were divided, and that is the power of God. That is the power of God. And you know what? They traveled. Most probably they traveled for, for the dry land when that sea was parted. They crossed the Red Sea for about four hours. And you know what? The length of their travel is 2.5 miles. They went through because of the power of God. They went through because of His power. Try to imagine that. Try to imagine that. I am not telling you that this is just a story. This is a real story that happened. We're just we're not just a, uh, delivering a message that is not you know real, but the Word of God. Is true. We're preaching God's word. And it happened. And some of the researchers, they research the Red Sea and they, they found some of the, you know, the chariots, the, the wheels there, the old things that happened. So it's real. The power of God was manifested during this time. But human power fails. But divine power avails. Amen. Divine power avails. Look on Exodus chapter 14 verse 21. Exodus chapter 14 verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong wind, east wind, all that night and made the sea dry land and the waters were The waters were divided. What experience, isn't it? What experience. If you were there in that scenario, in that scene, you will be amazed, right? Maybe you will be falling on your feet and then worship God because of the power thing, powerful things that God did. So the parting of the Red Sea was a miraculous intervention of God for the Israelites. God's power made a way through the sea. And you know what? God's power is still available to us. Amen? God's power is still available to us. As we face a lot of obstacles in our life, we need God's power. And I believe He or only He can help us to get through on those obstacles. 
Amen? God's power is available. Before we end, I would like to share uh, this song. You know what the song, He Leadeth Me? He Leadeth Me, O Blessed Thought. This song, it was the time of the civil war, and people were losing hope. The war was seemed to be endless, and the casualties were mounting. If you know this person, Joseph Gilmore, a pastor of Philadelphia's First Baptist Church, wanted to bring some hope to his congregation. You know that um, um, there's a war that is going on in, in Russia, uh, uh, in, in Ukraine, between Russia and Ukraine. So he turned to Psalms 23. Do you memorize that, that verse? How many verses is that chapter? Six. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me, lead me beside the still waters. He storeth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in, my, in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That is Psalms 23. The important thing here, he told his congregation, Joseph Gilmore, is to know that God is leading. Even though they are experiencing civil war. No matter how or where, He leads us. So after the service, He went to a deacon's home and continued the conversation about how God leads His children. As they were talking, He started scribbling some thoughts. And soon the words of the hymn were written. He gave the hymn to his wife and forgot all about it. Then three years later, when he was a pastor candidate for a church in Rochester, New York, okay, he began living through the church hymnal and spotted the hymn, He Leadeth Me. His own hymn. Okay, he didn't know. Okay. So what he didn't know was that his wife had submitted the hymn to a Christian periodical and that it had been set to music. He discovered that when you are led by the Lord, there may be some delightful surprises. Are you excited about that? In God's leading, God's leadership. The words of this song is this. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whatever I do, where I be, still this God's hand that leadeth me. Do you know the chorus of this song? Can we sing? Can you sing with me? 
I'll sing the first stanza and then join me in the chorus. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whatever I do, wherever I be, still tis God's hands that leadeth me. On the chorus now. He leadeth me, He leadeth me, by His own hand He leadeth me. His faithful power I would be, for by His hand He leadeth me. I want the the third stanza on this. And when my task on earth is done, when by grace the victories won, at death's cold wave, I will not flee, since God through Jordan leadeth me. Another stanza. Lord, I would clasp thy hand in mine, nor ever murmur nor repine, content whatever lot I see. Since tis thy hand that leadeth me. Amen. What a wonderful word that we can see in this hymn. You know what? I'd like to forward to you this thing. You need leadership through the journey of life. Amen. You need leadership through the journey of life. No one is capable of leading you but the Lord. No one is capable of leading you but the Lord. You cannot make the journey by yourself. Allow God to lead you. Allow God to lead you. Amen? If you are a leader of the family, you need the leading of God. If you're a leader or boss in your work, you know you need God's leading. He is our ultimate leader. Amen? And we need the lead, His leadership in our life. Hope that this um, message bless our hearts today. And let us pray. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for giving us this beautiful day. Truly, Lord, we need your leadership in our life. We don't know what might future leads us, Lord. But, Lord, you want us to trust you. You want us, O oh Lord, to trust in your way. You want us to trust in your word. And you want us to trust in your wisdom, O oh Lord. Because we cannot go to the destiny that you had set before us if we don't trust in your presence. Lord, help us to decide right. In our life, in our family, in our careers. Help us, O oh Lord, to think about you. Prioritize you, O oh Lord. We know that this world is trying to blind our minds. Satan is there, O Lord, to distract us or even deceive us, O Lord, for the things that we can see. But you know what? In, your, in, in the verse that we verses that we studied this morning, you showed your power. You showed your presence, Lord. 
and you have the ability to lead us, Lord God, in your way. Lord, help us, O Lord, to choose your way in our life. And Lord, if someone here is not yet decided or even not trusting you, Lord, as their personal Lord and Savior, Lord, help them, O Lord, to know and understand that you are the only way to go to heaven. That Jesus Christ, who paid for our sin, died on the cross, is trying to redeem us, Lord, from eternal damnation, eternal punishment in hell. And he is the only way, the truth, and the life. Lord, help our friends to realize that they need a Savior. They cannot save themselves. They don't have the power to go to heaven by their own. By their own good words, it will not save them. By their belief, that can't save them. Help them, O oh Lord, to know the right way. And we know that the right way is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Only you can save us. Only you can save people. And thank you, Lord, that once in our life, oh Lord God, you met us. Thank you, Lord, for giving us the precious gift of salvation. And we know, oh Lord, that we have eternal hope in heaven because of you. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for these people, Lord. Bless our hearts as we pray as we decide, as we pray for your direction, help your people to do and to decide to choose the right direction in their life, Lord. And while you are praying, I would like to ask Pastor Sam to continue our invitation. As we continue to pray before God, I'd just like to extend this invitation briefly. If there's any person who can hear uh, this uh, broadcast or this message, even right now, has never made uh, the decision to trust Jesus Christ and Him alone as their Savior, I want to tell you, He's the only way to get to heaven. He's the only one who died on the cross for your sin. He shed His blood. And... Uh, he rose again after three days. He knew that we could never save ourselves, not our good works, not our rituals, not our relic, not anything. But it's only by His sacrifice on the cross. So why not trust Him today? Call upon His name like this. Lord Jesus, I believe that I'm... By faith, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me today and help me by your grace to know you and live for you and serve you until you come again. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It's a prayer that the Lord will always hear and answer. And I know our hearts have been blessed by the message today. Let's allow the Lord to lead us in our life. Amen. And there's a struggle sometimes what 
voices we're going to listen to to hear we might be hearing the voices of the world the worldly philosophy maybe the counsel of uh, ungodly friends or acquaintances maybe we'll he be hearing the voices of the world about anxieties and fear but i want to tell you you need to listen to the voice of god he's the right one that will lead us he lead us through the scriptures he lead us through the spirit of god the savior leads us and he wants the best for us and don't listen to our old sinful flesh isn't it and to the enemy the devil that will discourage you or the world that will deceive you always listen to the leading of the lord and you will be on the right path on the right track so let's ask god for wisdom let's ask god for his presence his continual power to be shown in our lives father god as your people pray thank you lord for what you've taught us today what you've reminded us that the best kind of life as a christian is a life that is being led by the lord it might not be the easiest but if we are in the center of your will is the most safest most productive place in this world lord help us just to be sensitive to your leading lord as we read your word as we listen to the sweet still voice of god through the power of the holy spirit lord give us that discerning spirit to rightly lord follow you trust you and obey you in all things and we know lord that we can only do this by your grace so listen to the petitions the prayers of thy people now we pray that your blessings be upon us in jesus name we pray